Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Twisted Trio podcast. I'm your host, Brennan Hawk Weber, here with Richard Campin Dragon Medina. And what is going on? Not much. I I played some uh, invasion today. I did a lot of house cleaning today with my wife and my son. Very nice. Um, and I even got in a match with my top laner from Team K from Phoenix Blaze earlier, which was fun. We ended up losing, but it was fun. Very cool. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Um. Cool. Oh, I think I found out why I had a. <laughs> I had audio input and my mic turned on, so I had. Oh. That's why the echo was. Anyway, uh, sorry for this audio this time on my end. Um, having some microphone issues. We should be cleared up by the next episode. Uh, as for me, I got the Note Eight today. Well, technically, I got it yesterday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Brennan, are you telling me that you are talking to us right now on your Samsung phone? Uh, hold on, let me pull up my Samsung phone. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't have the, what is it? Which is the one that you always talk about? The HTC? My HTC phone? Yeah, the phone. HTC phone. I upgraded, bro. Paid by Steve. Oh. Hell yeah. That's what happens <laughs> when you get that big, big Disney money, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we can afford this. Shit. Uh, but yeah, so fun, funny story, real quick is uh, so I bought, I got the phone because I originally had the seven, and then I had mm-hmm. to trade it back in because it was exploding on everybody. So they gave me a special promotion, fifty percent off. I can just trade in my older phone, so I did that. So I got the phone on Friday. Uh, it came while I was at work. So Saturday, yesterday, I go to Verizon and I get a case for it and I get a screen protector. And today, my phone gets knocked off my bed uh, by my amazing daughter of a dog. And she, I, I thought it was fine. I picked it up. I looked at it. I was like, okay, this is fine. Whatever. Like, nothing. I have carpet, so it's not a big deal. Well, I walk out of my room, and I come back in, and I hear this, like, crack. I was like, what the fuck? I look at my feet, and the fucking screen protector that's supposed to be on my phone was on the floor and I stepped on it and broke it. <laughs> so today I went back and I'm like, uh, what is this? And they're like, oh yeah, that happens quite a bit. So we'll just get you a new one. And I was like, uh, okay, what if it happens in the future? But uh, so apparently I have a lifetime warranty with it. So, well, that's that's pretty swell, you know? Yeah, but I love the phone. It's amazing. I've been texting everybody with my stylus. No big deal. I'll text you on it. In a little bit, and you'll see how cool it is. You'll be like, "Wait, what?" I'll be able to see your your texting abilities through your text message of oh, your phone. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. It's like an animated thing. It's amazing. But uh, oh my god! But yeah, okay. so I did that, and then I played some league, and we'll get into that later. So cool. Sounds good to me, man. Uh huh. So you wanted to start with... Um, I want to start with talking about uh, World Championship play-in group stage. Yep. And which starts next weekend, but we have the uh, the arrangements for it, the teams and the, uh, 
the essentially the schedule for it for next weekend. Yeah, and um, yeah, we finally got our group draw. Uh, pretty exciting. So, as we stated uh, last episode, it's uh, two two groups basically is the way it starts out. So you have the playing. I'm sorry, I guess stage. There's two stages. There's a group stage, uh, which is worlds. And then in order to get every team in the group stage, you have to do a playing stage. So that is what's happening uh, next weekend. And my boys, Cloud9, are in it. Uh, the European boys, Fnatic, are in it. Uh, so it's going to be some good times. So, yeah. So you want to talk about those first, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So the way, um, do you have it up on yours as well? Yes, I do. Okay. That's why uh, I was trying to screen share so we, we wouldn't have this issue. <laughs> okay. Cool. So uh, for the play-in stage, is uh, there's uh, three or four groups, sorry. There's three teams in each group, and the way it works is the first two days, uh, group A and group B will play. You play only in your group, and then the second two days, group D and group C, or sorry, group C and group D play. They alternate games, and you do a, a double round robin, um, the top two teams from each group go on to the knockout stage. So, um, cool. So the teams are as they are. Uh, so we'll go with group A. You have uh, Gambit Esports, Team WE, mm -hmm. and Lion Gaming. Group B is Dire Wolves, Team 1, uh, Cloud9. Group C is Fnatic, Chaos Latin Gamers, and Young Generation. Then group D is Rampage. Hong Kong Attitude and 1907 Fender Bache. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. I, I guess I could believe you on that one. Uh... Mm -hmm. And the way that works is um, basically it's going to be. Um, do, do you know the exact day? Is it Friday? Uh, yes, it's Friday the 22nd. That's right. So Friday, basically, yeah. it's going to be 10 p.m. our time, which is kind of nice because I don't get out of work till 10. And because um, this is going to be happening in um, uh, China somewhere. I can't remember. I can't remember where the play. <laughs> I can't remember where the play. In China somewhere. Yeah, well, it ends in Shanghai. So <laughs> I don't know where it starts, though. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so it goes, the way it goes is um, it goes team A, or sorry, group A plays, then group B plays, group A, group B, group A, group B, the day ends. Uh, each team will play twice uh, in each each of the groups. So first, we'll just get into it. Uh, first game, WE versus Lion Gaming. Second game, Cloud9, team one. Third game, mm -hmm. uh, Gambit versus Lion Gaming. Uh, fourth game, Direwolves versus Cloud9. Fifth game, uh, Gambit versus WE. And then the last game is Direwolves Team 1. And then mm -hmm. it'll go into the day two, where it does the exact same, but opposite. Instead of Group A playing first, it'll be Group B. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, double round robin. Every team plays everyone uh, twice. Mm -hmm. And we should be Gucci. And that's, that's it. That's a fact. Yeah, and I don't know if I don't know if this is how it works, but I believe it's A and B, C and D. So yes. the top two. So uh, depending on your wins and losses, you'll be uh, ranked one, two, and three. 
all three seeds after knockout stage um, or after group stage get knocked out. And so it's only the first and second seed from each group. Then they play the opposing. So group A will play group B. The first seed always gets to play the second seed. So, uh, and vice versa. So if team WE is the first seed of group A and cloud nine is the first seed of group B, they do not play each other. They would play the second seed, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's how that works. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, I did want to ask you real quick. So a lot of people are saying that this is like shitty for people or for like teams to be in, especially like yes. Cloud Nine, Fnatic. Yes. Um, what is your take on this? How do you feel about the playing stage as a whole? Okay, so I think this is going to bring a lot of diversity to early matches as far as the uh, world tournament goes. Um, For these teams that have made it, or who qualified for play-ins, which means they are not the upper echelons of their regions, I think it's healthier for them to actually have, like, have these opportunities to play against other teams that they're going to be... uh, from other regions that they're going to be playing against if they make it to Worlds after this. So I, I feel like uh, getting the experience, or experience on playing these matchups and then also the, the getting used to the different metas and everything, like essentially this, I feel like this tournament is going to kind of set the basis for what the meta is going to be like for Worlds. Yeah, because this will be the first time on the... This will be the same patch that goes out through the entire world. Yes, yes. And so I'm I'm thinking this is healthy. But on the note that this is going to suck for teams like Fnatic and Cloud9, um, I can see that if you are an, an American or European fan who has no faith in the abilities of those two teams. Because I know that WE is really good. I don't know anything about Lion. I know that Direwolves did decent in the uh, at MSI. Um, I don't know anything about Gambit, and I don't know anything about Team 1. So... You're, talking, that... you're talking about Direwolves at MSI play-in stage, right? Yeah. Okay. They, they were on the side playing stage. I, I believe like, they, they, they came didn't in, make it out. <laughs> they didn't make it, but they came close, didn't they? Uh yeah, they came very close. I believe they, I believe it was um It was Direwolves and Turkey, Gigabyte Marines, the, right? The Turkey team the Turkish team knocked out Direwolves, I believe. Yeah, Gigabyte Marines. No no no. Gigabyte Marines is the um Are they the Russian team? No, no, they're not Russian. They're I don't, I don't know. It's an Asian country. I don't want to be racist, but it's one of those. <laughs> okay. It's an Asian country. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yes. The, so I think Cloud9 has a shot. Um, they essentially have to prove themselves in order to make it to Worlds. And they have to do it on, like, beating down other teams from other nations. And so I think this is fine. This is essentially cleaning up group stage for worlds. Right. So I'm actually of the opinion that this is amazing. 
I love the fact of the playing stage. Uh, so normally the third seed would just automatically get uh, put in there, and then two yes. wild cards would join the rest of them, and then group stage would start. Well, yes. if you didn't know, Cloud9's jungler is a rookie. First time on an international stage. He now has the ability to play technically lesser opponents, depending on you know the people he goes up against. In oh, order to damn, get this is all right. This is all being recorded in China. I'm not going to be able to see any of these live. Yeah, I know, right? <sighs> um, so anyway, what what I was saying is that uh, basically the playing stage is super good for teams like Cloud9 who need like a ramping up. Like they did not end on a good note. They played CLG to get in, and yeah, they were technically dominant over CLG, but not like they were on the cusp of becoming their old selves again, but definitely not up there yet, right? So mm -hmm. this playing stage will give them the opportunity, Cloud9 specifically, to give contracts the experience he needs, the the motivation to go forward. Because the best thing to do uh, when you're an average team like Cloud9 is right now, if you can go through this and dominate every single team in your group, that builds up your confidence. And confidence on the major stage is like, I literally think it's almost like 40% of like your total overall for how you do. Like confidence is, is, is such a big factor. And if these guys can go in, another thing is Fnatic playing too. You have Caps in the mid lane and you have Brox in the jungle. Two people who have never set foot on an international stage before. This is going to be good representation for them. And the fact that Cloud9 is there, the fact that uh, WE is there, the fact that Fnatic is there, gives all these other teams like Lion Gaming, I mean, not necessarily Gambit because they used to be a well-known org, uh, but like Dire Wolves, H HK Attitude, all of these other things that a lot of people, especially me, don't know about, mm -hmm. they now have a limelight. And they have a limelight because people want to see, like me, want to see Cloud9 play. They want to see WE play. They want to see Fnatic play. And they're playing these other teams in a competition that matters. Now I am more invested into these other teams, these other storylines, and it's just it makes up more well-rounded, I think. So, Just saying, I really like the logo for, uh, for Hong Kong Attitude. Yeah, HK Attitude. It's yeah. almost like the, it, it reminds me a lot of the Longju gaming uh, logo. But. It's it's a little dragon with freaking sunglasses, sunglasses on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And they aren't just sunglasses, they're reflecting. Like the sunglasses are reflecting. <laughs> it's awesome. And they're mere shades. Um, cool. So did, I, did you have anything else about the group stage specifically? or? Um... I, I actually look forward to it. Okay. I'm I like you said, I'm happy that these teams are getting this exposure and you made a very good point that having a rookie player on your team getting the chance to play on what is essentially going to be the world stage against other uh like other teams or other nations teams and everything is great exposure. So I'm I'm thinking Cloud9 is well set. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to make it through too. 
I, I hope so. I mean, honestly, it depends. It depends on... I feel like they can make it out of their group, but are they going to be able to win against the first or second seed, depending on how they rank, of the opposing side? Because if you look, I think they play Group A, and Group A has Gambit and WE in there. Like, those are two heavy hitters. So, I mean, if Gambit is second place, like... Cloud9 versus Gambit? Holy shit. Like, that's still kind of um, crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's weird. Huh. Cloud9 never plays against Gambit or WE in their two days. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm talking about, so say Cloud9 becomes rank one of their group, right? Yes. The following week, they play a five-game match against the opposing group. So if they were say Cloud9 was one and Dire Wolves were two and then WE were one and Gambit were two, since Cloud9 mm -hmm. is one and Gambit is two of that group, they would play. And then yeah. WE would play Dire Wolves. So what I'm saying is it's scarier for Cloud9 to go up against either Team WE or Team Gambit. That is a very real possibility that they don't go to Worlds. I'm thinking that it's going to be WEE making it out of the playing stage. Um, oh, I, I, but I don't. Th I don't think that that's a question. They have to get out. They're yeah, they're yeah. really good. Yeah, they're really good. Um, that being said, so is it the top two from each group, or from is it the top two from each play-in group? Like from so you have Group A and Group B. Would it be the top one from Group A and the top one from Group B? Or is it the top one from Group A and B? No, no, no. So, so okay, so the first week is double round robin, everything. And then you get you get placed in your tiers, tier one, two, and three. Yes, yes. The very next week, you have to play the opposing group's other tier. The mm -hmm. winner of that game goes to group stage. The loser is out. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. So essentially, there, there's only four spots that can be available. Gotcha. That's yep. That's rough. Um. Good luck, Cloud Nine. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I mean, we. Is there? Is, are we playing against Gambit or are we playing against Team WE or even Lion? Because like it. Don't forget the the first round, the double round robin. It's all best of ones. Like a lot of teams, yeah. like uh, TSM, G two Esports, they are terrible at best of ones. Uh, Cloud Nine is, they're like an average team when it comes to best of ones. So, the I mean, it's up in the air, obviously. Mm -hmm. But so yeah, cool. And then uh, so let's head on over to what the brackets look like for the actual group stage of Worlds. So there's going to be a to be determined, obviously, at the end of each group, because the winners of said uh, playing stage will get slotted into these groups. And then if you think about it, uh, the way Worlds works is you can only have one from each region in each of your groups. So mm -hmm. if, Cla say, Cloud9 does go, because TSM is in group D, and um, where are you? Uh, Immortals are Immortals in group B. B. So then they would either have to go to group A or group C just because 
There's Immortals no are in the same group as Longview Gaming, who just beat SK Telecom. Yeah. All right, so let's get into Good it, right? Good <laughs> freaking luck. So, uh, so the way they go, uh, Group A, you have Edward Gaming, or EDG. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have AHQ, SKT, T1, uh, Telecom, mm-hmm. and then To Be Determined. Group B is Gigabyte Marines, Immortals, and Longju Gaming, and then To mm-hmm. Be Determined. Uh, group C is G2 Esports, Royal Never Give Up, Samsung Galaxy, To Be Determined. And then Group D is TSM, Flash Wolves, and Misfits Gaming, To Be Determined. Yeah. Okay, so let's so, get into it. Let's start with Group A. Go for it. So you mean as far as uh, team going on to Group A? Uh just talk about the group in general. Let's not um, let's not even worry about who's coming in. Okay, so so we're looking at Edward Gaming and we're looking at SKT. Mm-hmm. Um, those are going to probably end up being the top two teams in that group, and I think SKT is going to probably reign dominant because this is Worlds and. But it mm-hmm. is best of ones. I don't care. <laughs> I I actually do because all right, so HQ doesn't look too good. Obviously, it always depends on who's coming into this. Um, yes, coming so, into so the group. I I agree with you that best of ones are completely different. But SKT, I think what was it last year? They barely made it out of group stage by like I think one win. But that was all they needed. Right. So I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be more or less the same, um, same story this year. I don't think that it being best of ones is going to really slow them down. Although Edward Gaming, I believe uh, they're they were number one in China. Is that what Edward Gaming was? Uh, yeah. So Edward yeah. Gaming came in and um, had to reverse sweep their way to get in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So it I'm I'm just foreseeing SKT. And that being said, uh so because we know Immortals is on group B and we know TSM is on group D, should Cloud9 make it through the play in stage, they are only going to be able to be on group A or group C. Right. So they're either going to be going up against the monster of SKT and then Edward Gaming and AHQ, which I'm not really worried about AHQ, but definitely Edward Gaming. No one is. <laughs> Telecom. Or they're going to be on Group C where they're going up against G2, which, I mean, G2 against an American team is always questionable now. Royal Never Give Up, which is like their whole secret weapon is Uzi. Um, I believe Royal Never Give Up is who beat them in the quarterfinals last year, right? Because Cloud9 was the only one to make it through to quarterfinals. Or no, 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 no. That's not right. You're talking about G2? Was Royal Never Give Up the ones who beat G2? G2 didn't make it out of groups. Last year? Uh, yeah. I'm. Who... H H two K made it out of groups. Yeah, H two K made it out of groups. Uh, Cloud Nine, um, uh, Rocks Tigers, SKT, and the 
Albus Knox. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I remember what happened now. Royal Never Give Up was the team that stopped Cloud9 from making it out of groups. With Uzi. No, that's not right. No? No. That's not right? Uh, so, okay, so to, to paint a better picture, switch out G2 Esports with TSM, and that was TSM's, that was the world's group last year. Oh. Yeah, okay. Samsung Galaxies was the one who made sure TSM didn't go. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe I, Uzi's I'm still pretty, TSM. I, I remember pretty clearly, though, that Royal Never Give Up beat someone. They 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 were like the nail in the coffin for someone and kept someone from making it out of group stage. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm not remembering very clearly, but they end up going up against Royal Never Give Up and Uzi and Samsung Galaxy, which would be crazy. Um, because Samsung Galaxy is easily like pick a day, and Samsung Galaxy could be considered one of the like the best in Europe or in Korea, not in Europe. They're always the best in Europe, in Korea. Um, like it between these top three Korean teams, Longchu, Samsung, and uh, SKT. Like between those three, it oh hey misfits, like they are, like those are, they're interchangeable almost in Korea. Like how good those three teams are. Yeah, against Koreans though. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. But they it we see it every year. Their macro play and everything is way better than anyone else's. Except for maybe China. China China's always like questionable. They're more if, of a fight you like let's fight, let's fight, let's fight. Yes. So I'm gonna say, who if if Cloud Nine makes it out of playing stage, which I really hope they do, they have a tough fight ahead of them. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, there, there's, I mean, there's no real winner. Now, what could happen is, say Cloud Nine does get out, they either go into Group A or Group C. You could knock off one of these top tier teams by losing to Cloud Nine. Like mm-hmm. every every win matters, you know. And so, uh, but again, like I said, Cloud9 is going to come into this. If they do get in, they're going to be on such a moral high ground that who knows, maybe they don't, you know, maybe they come, you know, guns blazing. You know what I'm saying? Like they have so much momentum. I think that's the word casters like yes. to use a lot. That's like their shtick. But momentum yeah. is like you can really come in and just, you know, rape everybody. Like, I mean, Cloud9 came, reverse but swept. They could, but the they could NA. also come in. They could also come in, like, rearing to go and everything like that, like, with their momentum, and they could burn out in the group stage. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which Especially is against always these a possibility. Teams. Yeah. So, all right, let, let's get on the Cloud9 topic because they're not even, they haven't even played a game. Uh, let's, yeah, do, let's do Group B real quick. Uh, so, this is Gigabyte Marines, Immortals, and Longtube. How do you feel about this? <sighs> Uh, your boys yeah I know it's my boys uh, and they have to be able to hold their own against Longshu Gaming number one in Korea which okay so so real quick <sighs> let me say my piece so if you if you assume that Longju is like 
guaranteed first seed. That means that Immortals, all Immortals have to do is either win a game against Longju or be definitive in their wins against everybody else, right? Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, Gigabyte Marines is a scary team, but they have a brand new top laner, a brand new support, and or is it at the 80 carry? I don't remember. Anyway, they have two, at least two people that are completely different from when we saw them last time. Yes. Which, you know, and who knows, like, they could be shaky. They could not be able to do anything. And again, Immortals is a very strategical team. Like, they understand what they're going to do when they come into a game. And especially because it's best of ones, I'm not calling it cheese, but they can easily, easily outmaneuver a team in one game. I'm I'm going to bite my tongue completely on anything negative I'm going to say about Group B, and I'm just going to say I believe in the Immortals that believes in Immortals. So that's it, man. That's it. I will talk to you about my other thoughts on this group when we aren't recording. Okay. All right. So I think actually I think I think uh, Immortals has a really good chance of being number two if you think Longju Gaming is the clear number one. I think Immortals has a really good chance to definitively make number two if Longju could if if Longju can wipe this entire group without losing one game, then mm-hmm. Immortals has a really good chance of being number two. Granted I, that it depends on who comes in as the fourth, but okay. Uh, we already touched a little bit on it, but let's do it again real quick. Group C, how do you feel about this? G2 Esports, Royal Never Give Up, and Samsung Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is a pretty competitive group. Um, G2 is the best in Europe, and Samsung is one of the best in Korea. And then Royal Never Go Up is just one of those teams that's kind of like a wild card. Like, you never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I'm thinking that group looks pretty strong and we're going to see a lot of chaos in it that being said i don't think g2 is going to make it out yeah and i uh, so my thing is it's a best of one again g2 esports is horrible at best of ones horrible like at msi it was they were tied with tsm and tsm had to do a um a tiebreaker match and they lost that (laughs) <laughs> but G2 Esports is terrible at best of ones. Granted, Trick didn't look too good at that. You can't really take previous, you know, tournaments and stuff because it is, you know, at least three months later. But the thing I want to watch out for here is you have Zven from G2, you have Uzi from Roll Never Give Up, and then you have Ruler from Samsung Galaxy. Those are mm-hmm. three heavy hitting 80 carries. Like, regardless of everything else, Holy shit, that is going to be so good. The thing that I do need to let you and other people know if they're listening to this, uh, <laughs> Galaxy, do, Samsung Galaxy doesn't look as strong as they did last year, to me specifically. I think that um, if they keep ambition, then they're on a better footing. I don't know who they took. Uh, the other guy that the caps have been in didn't seem to do quite well. And then uh, Crown. I think Crown has severely underperformed this entire split from the like six or seven games I've seen. And mm-hmm. that is a very worrying when you see that, you know, you have perks in the mid lane starting to like ramp up. So 
Um, if he can maintain the momentum. Right. Which they're going to, there's a long break between now and when group stage gets started. So, as long as he doesn't pick Lucian, he should be fine because his Lucian is god awful. <laughs> um, now let's move on to group D. Ooh, the group of dreams, as TSM has been calling it. The, the group of dreams, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to believe that TSM can make it out of this group. I do too. I do. That being said, for some reason, I think the biggest threat to TSM is the to be determined slot. I think this will be WE. You think so? Yeah, I believe if WE comes in, I think because uh, I don't know where Gigabyte Marines is from. I mean, I can probably fucking look. I mean, I do. I am sitting on a computer, but I believe that if everything. You mean Direwolf? No, no, no. Team WE. No, but you sit. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. Yeah, so... Gigabyte Marines, though, is not from China. I can tell you that. Right, but I think... And they're not from LM or LMS, right? That's the... That's the one that encompasses China and... They're in the GPL. Yes, there you go, GPL. That's what it was. So... Well, anyway, um, so it's... Um, I was, I... Listening, I was listening to the breakdown, and I believe they said the WE, if they make it out, would only be able to go to one group, and I think it's Group D, but I'm not yeah. sure. Um, wait a minute. Where's Flash Wolves from? Flash Wolves? Yes. They're um, China. LPL. Which is China, isn't it? Isn't LPL the same thing as where mm, WE is from? No, they're. I think they're from the Taiwanese. Hmm. Like where uh, TPA came from. Oh, okay, gotcha. I think. Hold on. I mean, my computer is being super fucking slow. Oh, uh, they're from the LMS. Okay. Oh, uh, I could just LMS. click on this. I don't. I don't even know why I'm asking you questions. I, I just know, click on right? Shit. Jeez. <laughs> yes, they're from the LMS. Yeah. And. Yeah, playing groups, and you have Team WE. Um, so, yeah, anyway, so... Yeah, go ahead. I think, okay, so I think Flash Wolves is the weakest first seed going into this. Uh, mm-hmm. TSM definitely should outbeat Misfits. I think Misfits is very shaky. They have an opinion, they have an idea of what they want to do, but I think with a team like TSM, they could really punish them. Granted, it always depends on this to be determined, obviously, but I don't I don't want to be that person. But TSM, if how they've looked in the like the playoffs and everything, they shouldn't mm-hmm. be a shoe in. Now, I yes. mean, it is TSM, and they do flounder at international tournaments. They Will do. this be the year they get out of groups and make maybe make it to semis? Who fucking knows? You know what I'm saying? Okay, this especially this group of players since they've been together for so long, they have no excuses for for not making out of groups aside from the fact that they played worse than the teams that they're up against. If they try to come on Twitter after losing and go like, oh, everyone's sick, oh, everyone's jet-lagged, oh, uh, Doublelift was out partying last night, oh, like any of this nonsense, it's bullcrap. They lost yeah. their ass, period. 
Like they've they've this team has been together for too long and it has experienced too much heartache doing stuff like that to come out at this world's tournament and try to express the exact same things. Mm-hmm. So they, yep, there's even a Reddit post them, of all all things that you could expect from TSM losing, and it yes. breaks it down of when they lost and what was wrong. It's pretty yes, fun. exactly. So TSM, they, Bjergsen, looking at you, dog. Double if looking at you, dog. You guys lose this. It's on y'all. It's not. We were sick. We were partied out. We were jet lagged. None of that. You guys have experienced your share of international tournaments by now. It's on you. <laughs> so I I love Bjergsen and Doublelift to death. They're, Bjergsen is by far my favorite. Uh, okay, he's not my favorite over double or over pole belter, but he's one of my favorite mid laners, and Doublelift is my favorite ADC. So like I want these guys to succeed. And so... You want a good video? Uh, Watch Chase Your Legend, uh, Double Lift. It's a World 2017 hype video. It's really good. Talking about... Uh, oh, Pita. Talking about his uh, little struggle he had. Yeah. But uh, cool. So uh, we need Pita. to... We need to move on. We're running. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we're <laughs> we only spent fifty minutes on plans and <laughs> pretty much when we just went over this last episode. Yeah, okay. exactly. Anyway, it's nonsense. Um, so hey, guess what? I'm gonna ride to work on on Tuesday. What are you gonna ride to work? Yeah, a Segway. Oh. oh Jesus. Okay. That being said, patch seven eighteen came out this past Wednesday. Um, it had some stuff in it. Anything in particular you want to talk about? Uh, let's just go. Let's just go through it. Okay. Quickly. Um, Azir got damage increases on his ultimate. Uh, Cassiopeia got some nerfs to her twin fang, and increases to the ability power ratio. Elise got some nerfs to her uh, volatile spiderling but increases to the ability power on it. And her repel, it's, uh, it's cooldown increases at uh, higher levels. Fiora, or not increases at higher levels, it is increased at higher levels versus what it was before. Uh, Fiora essentially got buffed back to what she was at before this split. Nar lost some health. He lost about 30 health. Uh, Gragas... Yeah, base health. Um, Gragas, his body slam has gotten smaller, skinnier. Uh, the hitbox offset is 40 now rather than 60. And indicator changed to be more accurately reflective of the hitbox. Ivern, he got an ability power ratio increase on his trigger seed, which is his E. And the base damage was also increased because no one plays Ivern anymore. And so they're trying to coax people to go towards Ivern again. Jarvin, he got a slight nerf on uh, the base shield for his Golden Aegis. And the bonus health per, uh, or bonus shield per enemy champion 
was decreased by one per, or by one percent at later uh, levels. Callista, her fate's call, the uh, cooldown was increased. That's just a world's coverage. We don't want to see more Callista than anyone else. Um, Lee Sin is safeguard. The shield on it was increased at lower levels and decreased by five at later levels. Lucian, he got a cooldown nerf on his hot pursuit rather than going from relentless 18 down pursuit, to... Relentless pursuit, not hot pursuit. Oh, relentless, yeah, hot pursuit, <laughs> relentless pursuit, whatever, his E. I, I, whatever. Um, but yeah, rather than going from 18 to 14 down, now it goes 22 down to 14 seconds, so it's quite a bit longer at higher levels. Um, Nautilus, he got above his... Uh, the mana on his dredge line is now 60 mana at all ranks, which is actually, I think, the lowest hook ability, like lowest cost for a hook ability in the game right now. I think that's lower than Thresh's hook and Blitzkring's hook. Could be. So I'm pretty sure. Um, so, and then new Hook City hitting terrain also refunds half of the dredge line's mana cost. So if you hit terrain with your dredge line as Nautilus, for those Nautilus mains out there, uh, you will get half your mana back for it. So that's pretty cool. Um, Nidalee, she got a slight buff on her primal surge, her E, um, from 0.275 up to 0.325. And the max, or that's minimum ratio. Maximum ratio goes from 0.55 up to 0.65. Horn has a whole bunch of changes on items items that he makes. We're skipping him. That's too much. Uh, Rakan, his, uh, he's not even going to worlds. No point mentioning him. Rakan, his grand entrance, the dash speed was increased unnecessary <laughs> or no 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 yeah, never decreased. mind okay <laughs> it was decreased technically but it was By a lot technically okay so the dash speed of his grand entrance went from being uh 1800 plus 100 percent of movement speed down to uh 2050 plus 30 percent of movement speed so i guess um, and then the quickness collision detection ratio. <sighs> the hitbox got smaller. Yeah, the hitbox got smaller. Thank you. I was yawning. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, the cooldown was lowered at later ranks, which I don't know why that's necessary. Um, Rengar, his base armor went up by three. Whoop. Uh, Rune Prison for Rise, the ratio was increased by 0.4, so that's 0.2 up to 0.6. Tristana, her explosive charge, the bomb ratios, uh, AD ratio was lowered from 0.5 up to 1.1 to 0.5 up to 0.9. And the four stack bomb ratio was changed from being 1.1 up to 2.42 to 1.1 up to 1.98. Um, Rumble. Rumble's heat bar now turns orange when at or above 80 heat. Um, that's it for that. Enchantment, or 
let's go back over the the champions. Is there anyone in the champions you want to to kind of focus on real quick? Yeah. Before so, I move on to items. So real quick, uh, so I'll just go through each one real quick. Uh, so Azir won't see him at Worlds probably. Uh, he's still in the shit state he is. He's getting a rework. Cassiopeia, this is a big one. This means that you're level one through three. You can't just destroy people. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. this now makes it to where you do not want to go Abyssal Mask, unless you absolutely need it. Um, mm -hmm. Elise, uh, I don't know. I Elise is still a top-tier champion. She will still be a top-tier champion at Worlds. Uh, Fiora, this is going to be super heavy for um, Worlds, especially there's tons of people that love to main Fiora, and it's going to be a tank meta where she thrives in because she can mm -hmm. destroy any tank. Um, Nar, good. He's played everywhere. Um, it's not that big of a nerf. He just has his base health decrease. If you remember, like I want to say like six or seven patches ago, they gave him in mini Nar form his health regen was up so this puts them more back in line to that so just remember yeah. uh gragas is the big one uh the e body slam isn't going to be such a big one because you will not hit like it used to the hitbox will be lower so you could see a couple whiffs here and there that could actually change uh team fights uh ivern don't play ivern he's bad in this meta you would think that shield the ad carry or protect the ad carry would be good but his it's only off the explosion and you don't want your ad carry in the middle of the fight so that does nothing uh jarvin his base shield is down would be he still builds guardian stone plate he's still as tanky as all hell and he still does a shit ton of damage on all of his abilities up front so this does nothing to him uh Kalista, big one for worlds bad one for um solo queue uh if you play this her in solo queue good fucking luck everything shuts you down uh at worlds this is really big because you don't have the oh shit button and you also don't have that like let's fucking go button so um gotta use it more wisely lee sin very good to see this he is an early game champion and this this represents his early game you do more in your early game and worlds is the best time to see it we see the best players in that position in jungle and so it'll be good to see uh, Lucian here, super, super needed for the mid lane, but this means there's no absolute way you would ever fucking play this champion in bot lane right now. Um, and I don't know how you would fix that. Um, Nautilus, whatever, no one's going to play Nautilus. It is nice that it refunds mana. Um, Nidalee, I've already talked to someone about this. Yes, her heal ratio has increased. No, she is not fucking strong. Like, <laughs> someone's <laughs> like, oh, they buffed Nidalee. Like, I need a player. Like, you do realize it's just on her heal. How fucking often are you healing? Granted, this is silver solo queue. Um, but uh, but this gives credence to, uh, it's an ardent sensor, met, uh, ardent sensor meta. She can finally build ardent sensor and feel good about it. Um, Orn, don't fucking play this champion. I'm so tired of people playing this in my games. Jared specifically, Skater, I know you don't listen to these, but yeah, fuck me when you <laughs> picked up support, bro. Fuck you. Still waiting to get into the fucking gold. Uh, Rakan, Rakan needed these. He is pretty, he is super fun. If you haven't played Rakan, go out there, play him. You will not notice these, these, um, 
nerfs because it is a quick thing and uh, Rengar, you scoffed at this, but base armor increase, even though it's three, is crazy. Rengar did really well in the jungle already. His first clear wasn't like too terrible. Now it's just a little bit better. Holy shit, this is going to be huge, let me tell you. I will eat crow if I need to, but I'm pretty sure. It's three armor, man. It, it is three armor, but uh, if you kite correctly, that's three less damage from each auto attack, and that's I can't even do the math in my head. Okay. The the damage conversion doesn't work quite like that. Right. I understand. And also, there are way better junglers right now than Rengar. Right. But if you go full lethality Rengar in the solo queues, holy shit. Okay, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, I agree with you. Fine. Rise, don't play this fucking champion. He's fucking suck. You don't. You never really wanted to use W as a damage. You wanted it to root him. Uh, Tristana, uh, kind of a big nerf, but not really. Um, whatever. And then the Rumble is just a nice, a nice thing to see. Oh shit, my next ability is going to put me in the uh, overheated zone. Mm -hmm. And that's my hot takes. Uh, you want Woo! you want to go? Yeah, you the, you run I, over okay. you run over uh, the items. Okay, then... items are as such: uh, Cinder Hulk. Uh, the health health has been reduced. Um, pretty easy enough. Uh, they're trying to get Spell Thief's Edge in line. Spell Thief's Edge line in line with uh, coin, which is really nice to see that they're not fucking destroying coin to make these other ones better. They're trying to make these ones better. Uh, so Frostbang now has a cooldown reduction. Frost Queen, which Clank. is crazy. Is it? I didn't look at it. Uh, cooldown reduction is ten percent. Oh my yeah. god! Level one, you have ten percent cooldown reduction. That's freaking crazy. That is crazy. That is so good. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Frost Queen claim build path adjusted to compensate, and then the tribute lockout for last hitting minion has been increased. Uh, mm -hmm. So the lockout time goes to 8 seconds. You get the 10% uh, cooldown reduction. And then the build path now for Frostfang's claim is Frostfang, uh, Blessing 1, and 500 gold. This literally is the AP support item. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I'm uh, kind of excited to use that. I think coin is better just because you can go coin and you can go... Um... We'll talk about it after, sorry. So, yeah. uh, stone plate, uh, health granted by stone plates active is now particular based, are now partially based health rather than entire bonus health. Uh, kind of mm -hmm. nice. And then Knight's Vow, uh, cost decrease and health decrease. Um, so real quick, what I was saying with, uh, spell thieves, the way this might be better because of cooldown reduction and it builds out of a blasting worm before the better thing to do if you were an AP support would be go go gold per five quints. Um, you don't need it in your, your seals and your glyphs, just normal seals and glyphs. Um, so gold, pe gold per five quints, you get the coin and you get the bandit um, thing where you get mm -hmm. one every time a um, minion dies. And you upgrade your coin as soon as you can, that 500 gold. You literally will be able to match most APs in the mid lane with your gold income. So now you can, you're only 500 gold down at the start. Uh, granted, you're, what is that? 450 plus five. So you're you're down a thousand in the beginning. Mm -hmm. By level seven or eight, 
you should have at least one item complete um, if you do it correctly. Cool. Like that, that's a crazy income. So, um, yes. so then you can go straight AP from coin and you don't even need to build, fuck, people aren't even building fucking Sightstone anymore. It's like crazy. <laughs> but, um, all right, I'll, I'll get, let's get your hot takes on it real quick. Um, so I think the, the, the changes to Cinder Hulk, um, they buff the percentage health that it gives you. So I think losing 25 base health off of it isn't too big of a deal. I think this is still a really strong item. It does kind of bring it more in line with uh, Warrior and whatever else people are using in the jungle, you know, Runic Echoes and such. Um, Spell Feast, I think having 10% cooldown reduction at level 1 is crazy, especially since usually supports are starting with 5% cooldown reduction. That means you're starting the game with 15% cooldown reduction. That's insane. Like this, this to me would be tempting to start uh, in mid lane and like start this item in mid lane and just go for Frost Queen's claim as first item, especially with the new build path for it. Um, Gargoyle Stone Plate. I hate this item, but I love this item, but I hate this item. So that's, that's all you're getting from me. Knight's Vow. It's more gold efficient. Uh, It's less stats. I agree. But I mean, I haven't been playing a lot of support lately. I know that this item is, was OP. Oh, this is, this is strictly a jungle nerf is all it is. Yeah, exactly. Because junglers were, junglers were uh, using it and then they would just, because there was no cooldown on switching your target on switching what, who you're binded to which all they had to do is really change that. So a jungler, a jungler could literally run to top lane, bind to them, and then run to mid lane and bind to them. And automatically, they're, they're providing defense, defensive stats for those lanes. I, think, um, I, think, I just think the biggest nerf was that it's now, it's now 100 health less, which if you're coming out of the jungle and you build Cinderhulk and then you build this... You may go another health item, but you're already, I mean, that's already 100 health down. That's that's pretty significant when you're supposed to be a BP tank. So Technically, it's 125 health down because the changes to Cinderhulk. Oh, that's true. Look at that. Oof. Boom. Math. Stiff. Math, um, aside from those, some stuff was done to champ select. Invasion came out, rotating game mode. And there's a bunch of bug fixes, which we aren't going to go into. What about the skins for this patch? How do you feel about Championship Ash and Eternum Cassiopeia? So I'm a little... I'm conflicted. <laughs> so Championship Ash looks fucking dope. It Obviously, Ash was a very major factor going into, you know, Season 7 of mm-hmm. LCS. The thing I don't like is that she has a legendary skin and I already bought the legendary skin and I can't I, have bring, the I can't bring I, myself to buy this one but this one looks so good. I, I the have fucking the cape on her is man. so good. I love it. Um <clears throat> but uh and then Eternum Cassiopeia um I'm not a fan of this one. Me neither. I think it looks stupid. I don't want to say stupid. I just I it, it looks stupid. <laughs> It looks freaking stupid. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought they could have picked a better a better person for the Eternum um, skin line, but it's like I really like the Eternum skin line. I have both the Eternum uh, Nocturne and Rexide. Yeah, both of them. And so they're like Eternum Cassiopeia, and I saw this, and I was just like, "What? Like, why? 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 Like, I get why they picked her. Why did they make her look the, the way they did? Is what I'm I'm not getting really. Is it doesn't look good. The splash art actually looks kind of cool, but in game it just really doesn't look good. Um. Aside from those, how do you feel about the uh, chromas for Ash? So I didn't realize, is this a chroma? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought that's what it looked like. Oh, I see. A one, so it's a blue and a gold. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. And then it's also okay. the... Uh, the Draven. The, yep. I do I do like the fact that he has uh, different ties in each one like looks good um, I don't know I just I'm I'm kind of digging the gold jacket Draven I uh, see I, I kind of like the, the the teal jacket with the pink inseams I think that one looks pretty dope with the blue um, <laughs> the blue tie but I own the skin too but I don't know if I want to if I want to buy it I don't, I don't know if I want to invest in Draven. So yeah. uh -huh. you're like, I don't want to put time into Draven. I did before, but and then everyone played him. And now he's always banned, and I'm just like, I don't want, really want to learn. Well, he's they're in the process of like doing stuff to him too, so he's gonna probably be garbage by the end of the season. Um, cool. But yeah, well, that was it. patch notes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so um, I'm supposed to be somewhere at ten o'clock. So yeah. you should probably get going, and we could talk about anything else we need to talk about later. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want? <laughs> let's do. So we did the patch this time. Let's do um, solo queue. Uh, and um, so next episode for everyone listening, uh, we're going to touch up. Uh, basically, I saw this uh, thread on Reddit. It's uh, Twisted Trio tips, and I feel like what the fuck? Our name is Twisted Trio. Um, so we can really help. So uh, next episode we'll uh, we'll we'll dig into we'll do a whole episode of uh, threes uh, if we if you want or uh, at least dedicate part of the the show um, as well as talk about you know our rankings in each tier and see how everyone's doing because I've been playing a lot of league and I don't want to give anything away but I'm not gold yet but I might be the next time you hear this. Uh, uh, do you have anything else? <laughs> I love that that's your takeaway. I like, I've been playing a lot of League, and all I want to say is I'm not gold yet. <laughs> but I might be. Um, What I will say is next time you're going to probably hear me rant a little bit about the uh, Zen Zao rework. And oh, yeah, we that's can definitely, all. yeah, we can talk about that then. Yeah, all right. Cool beans. Well, if you like us, why don't you like us on Facebook? Uh, like our Facebook page, The Twisted Trio podcast i believe it's called uh there'll be a link in the description and then if you want to tweet at us you want to do the tweets i think for worlds i will make sure i tweet because i can fucking watch these so yes. the problem so the original problem is these games usually happen while i'm working and then it's like it feels bad man by the time i get home i should be able to watch 
all these games, and I can tweet at them, and hopefully we can get some feedback. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to tweet at us, if you want to talk to us there, we are at Twisted Trio Pod. And anything else you can't fit in a tweet or you can't send us on our Facebook, go ahead and email us. Our email address is mail.twistedtrio at gmail.com. Sorry for the long one. We are getting we are getting in talks of changing that, actually. Bum, bum, yes. Bum. Getting, um, getting our own email address. With our own website. Which with I our s- own website. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we just need some money, which is yeah. coming soon. But. Yeah. Cool. Um, so that has been episode 21. Thank you for sticking around this long. I am your host, Brennan. Call me Nighthawk if ever. Here with Richard. I want to hear from everyone camping Dragon Medina. And we'll catch you guys next time. See y'all later. Bye bye.